Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There was a part of me in that moment thinking, well, I should do that. I should make this, you know, business massive and I should, 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 should. But why should I? And it's okay to just coast along and do what you like to do. Hello and welcome back to Should I Delete That? I'm Alex Light. And I'm Em Clarkson. I'm pretty sure you said should I delete that weirdly, but I liked it. I'm embarrassed to say that this long into doing the podcast, I still have to stop myself from saying should I delete this. I shouldn't admit that. My mum still says that all the time. She's like, are you going to get them as a guest on should I delete this? I'm like, I don't know. You should go and find the hosts of that podcast (laughs) and ask them. (laughs) But whilst we're talking about the podcast, can I go straight into my good, please? Oh, go on then. Three million what downloads what the fuck what the fuck are we all right are you guys all right are you guys or actually are you guys (laughs) all right (laughs) exactly they're they're the ones we need to check on alex did a story where he like listed some countries that have a smaller population than three million and i was like what that's unbelievable botswana botswana gabon the thing is 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 like imagine if we knew how many people, how many listens we had, because obviously only downloads attract. Yeah, I don't want to think about how that. How many would it be? Don't I don't know. It's insane. It's not my problem. It's mad. <laughs> it's just I don't want to know that. That's too much information for me. It's like you're good too. Of course it is. Okay, I'm guessing that a bad and an awkward came from the wedding, but I've been really looking forward to hearing first of all how your birthday was, and second of all how the wedding was, and. Is there anything bad and awkward you can tell us? Yes. So the wedding was the wedding was the wedding was brilliant. We had a great time. It was so good. I'm still recovering. It's Friday and I still feel a little bit ill from it. I just I get so from big events like that where you have to speak to people like all day and three, four days on the trot, I get so exhausted from that. Do you? That's kind of where I thrive. Yeah. Maybe that's something to do with the introvert-extrovert thing, which I'm still, like, confused about. What do you think you are? I actually don't know. I don't know. Do you think you're a drainer or a radiator? I think I'm a drainer. (laughs) I've never heard anybody (laughs) answer that question with that answer before. (laughs) So you think you might be introverted and the wedding took it out of you? It just took it out of me. I I feel like I'm just still... I, I, I feel I feel better today actually like yesterday I started to feel a bit better but it just it just takes out of me but it was absolutely brilliant and she had a great time um that's my other good obviously she was um she just she had a ball and she looked so beautiful and 
my awkward is from the wedding that it was obviously my birthday on the day, which I feel like I've inadvertently made a really big deal out of. And in the speech, my dad's speech, he made the whole wedding party sing happy birthday to me. The entire wedding As party. Now I As get mortoed. I get mortoed if I'm just like at a dinner with a few friends and they sing happy birthday. Like that's mortifying yeah, we did that in itself. To you. We did that to you last March when it uh-huh. wasn't your birthday. When it was not my birthday. Yes, it was rude. So th- the whole wedding party of 120 people, I was embarrassed. I think it's lovely. And I think when we go out for dinner next time, I alone will sing you a solo in the restaurant. Me and the waiters will sing you. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Marilyn style, you are Kennedy. <laughs> Happy birthday. That was really nice. Um, so yeah, that was that. That just felt like yeah, it was just more mortifying, mortifying, but in a good way. Yeah, of course, you love it. Like oh, I hate making it all about me. I as I've inadvertently made it all about <laughs> no, my birthday. Guys, don't sing, don't <laughs> sing to me. What, my it's life. my birthday, but don't <laughs> sing to me. I know it's her wedding day, but it's not my birthday. But don't, don't whatever you do, sing. I'll be they gave me a little tiara, birthday tiara as well, and a sash <laughs> that they made me put on in the speech, and then afterwards, like. Ellie said to me, uh, you know, my dad said to me, like, you can take it off if you want. And I was like, no, actually, I'm quite enjoying it. <laughs> I'm the birthday princess, fuck the bride. <laughs> I kept it on all night. <laughs> As you should. Introvert my ass. <laughs> I know, fuck that. <laughs> I'm an attention-seeking queen. <laughs> Have you got anything awkward for me? I do. Probably, prob- uh, my, my weeks felt like 40 years long, but the one that springs to mind was yesterday when I was pushing Arlo along in the buggy. We're trying to get her back into her routine because obviously we've been away. It's been a stress. And she's all over the place, to be honest. We're up, we're down. Like, we don't know which way is Tuesday. But we were pushing her in the buggy and she looked up at me and she had these like, really big, sad little eyes and her bottom chin was, like bottom lip was going and the chin was all wobbly. And I looked at her and I went, oh, that's a sad little face. And as I said it, there was a man running past me and he turned around and he went, mine? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yours. Not yours, mate. That's a sad little face. He must have been like, fuck off. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of smile more. You should smile more. Yeah, smile. literally. I was like, oh, welcome to being a woman. Crack That's a smile. Sad. Cheer up, love. It might never happen. <laughs> That's what I should have I should have doubled that. down. <laughs> Mine? Not all about you, sir. If someone said that to me, that's a sad little face, I'd absolutely kick off on the street. <laughs> I would kick off. I say that, lol. I so wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, goodbye. I'm going now. <laughs> you're horrible. You're mean. Making it even sadder. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. That's a brilliant awkward. Um, bads? Oh, well, my bad is, I, I guess, comes from another good. I ran 7.5 miles this week. Well done. Very proud of that myself. That sounds like a lot. Al, it's really far. Yeah. Like, I think if you were driving that, that you'd be like, oh, this is too long. Oh, 100%. At my speed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably will say, oh, God, actually, that's, that should be a bad from when I went, I went running with my brother in a couple of weeks ago in France. And I was running and I turned around and he was just walking alongside me. I was like, Alex says it all the time, but Alex has the good, good, Alex has the good manners and the good sense to just pretend to be jogging. Fernando didn't even give a shit. He was just 
like <laughs> just strolling long straw I was like oh you prick um lol. but that's only been my bad my bad is that so I did my run I'm a superstar so proud of myself I, I cannot fucking move it's been two days and I honestly I can't move really? like when I get out of bed I'm like Ugh. I have oh. to like pick up my legs to make them work is it one of those ones it's where so it's very difficult to get on the toilet to sit down on the toilet it's like you've got to like oddly maneuver yourself down no. oddly my glutes are okay the top bit's all right it's getting back it's my hamstrings it's getting back up it's just because I was doing deadlifts on Monday because I was trying to be you know I'm trying to be a tank I'm trying to mm. trying to you know be a tank anyway but my hammies are like I hate you it's like a dish Ouch. yeah but I'm okay I think I'm gonna pull through have you got anything bad um I hope you pull through here's here's hoping <laughs> yeah ju- uh, just giving page link in the show notes it's <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> pray for M. Hashtag pray for M. Hashtag um, pray for M. I my bad is it's spider season and I feel unsafe in my own home. Oh God, why have you reminded me of spider season? Mm, it's spider season. I love I, the denial of the season. Thought, oh, you know what? Actually, Alex, like there is no plea. All summer long, you've been like, I can't wait for autumn. Can't wait for the winter. <laughs> you put on Instagram a couple of days ago. I know everyone's going to hate me, but look at this lovely autumnal scene. And now she's got the fucking audacity to sit here and complain <laughs> about the spiders. I don't think so. I don't think so. They are your prize. They are your smuggling they are the prize exactly what I deserve they're exactly they are. what I deserve you deserve spiders I do I do but at the same time <laughs> I just feel I, I thought I saw a black widow in my bathroom and I was like Dave and he was like mm, it's just a daddy long legs they're just everywhere they're everywhere hey. they're you everywhere see, that's what's more upsetting to me is that I haven't seen one yet either oh, Booer is that means they're in your mouth that's the that's yeah what's worse than the spider being in the bath the spider that was in the bath no longer being in the bath in your belly where's it gone i saw someone i saw a meme that was like i've called i'm calling my spider i'm calling the spider in the bathroom cotton eye joe because where did he come from where did you come from and where did you go (laughs) (laughs) Um, made me laugh oh god spider season bollocks i'm not mentally ready yeah. Having said that, Boo is really in her fly-catching era, which makes her look really stupid, but it's also quite useful. Oh, how cute is it? But Betty could never catch a fly, like, ever in her life. Boo can. That's, a, then, that's amazing. Yeah, but... Oh, my God, I think I told you this. Katya's boyfriend can, too. Oh, yeah. The, when he just... Yeah, gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Maybe I'd need him to come and stay until the spiders are done. Ugh, he is like a spider, to be honest. That's what spiders do. Mm. Or a lizard. Weird oh, energy. Yeah. Really yeah. fucking weird energy. Cute with dogs, weird with humans. That's that's my conclusion. <laughs> it is cute with dogs. Well, well, well. Oh, well. Oh, we have a re- we have a, a return guest. We do. We've got the best guest. We've got the guest you guys all love the most, and the we guys love the most also. We have Jacqueline Hurst back. Jack is back. Jack is back. And we talked in this episode about shit boomerangs, and I have not stopped thinking about the analogy since we recorded the episode. This one, Jack sent me a text yesterday and said, I think this is our best one yet. And I think she might be right. Best one yet. We can't wait for you to listen. Jack is back. Enjoy. Hello, hello. Jack is back. <laughs> Jack is back. For the fourth time. Is it the fourth? That's the third. Cool. Is it? I think it's no, the fourth. No, it's the fourth. fourth. Yeah, it's the fourth. Yeah, because the fourth. first 
first time we did it in the studio in White City. Yeah. Second yeah, time at that. your house. Yeah. Third yeah. time. Third time. Oh, White City. Oh, in in White City again. In, no. You know that studio. Oh, yes, that one in Notting Hill. Yeah, Notting Hill. Was oh yeah, that yeah. Notting Hill one. Yeah, and then that's and now, right. And now so we're this here. is the fourth. I'm you're, honored. You're four times. our most repeated guest. That is very. I mean, I feel the love there. Yeah. Well, honestly, that's like wow. And I, it's been such a long time since we've done an update. So the last episode we did, we talked about like me really learning not to care what everyone who was mean about me on the internet had to say <laughs> so vulnerable it was literally this it was last summer yeah and oh, yeah. I actually just wanted to update you I think about it lying in bed last night because sometimes I still get these thoughts like of like bad people like well not bad people of people not liking me and all this stuff and I was lying in bed last night every single bad thought that came into my head I combated it and I was like I'm so proud of myself I'm going to see Jack tomorrow I've made so much progress in this from the last time she was on and because you and I actually have only spoken once we've had one session since then because it was so effective that episode but that's the point right that the point is to do exactly what you've done and when you learn to do what you just did there you become so free it's like when you learn like okay this thought's gonna come in my head because I'm alive so I'm gonna think (laughs) right and but I know and then I'm conscious and aware enough to know that it's a negative thought and it makes me feel awful and how can I combat that and think about it differently okay I could think of it like this way and then I feel better like boom yeah and the more you do that the more you do that the more you do that you just become freer and freer and freer I'm like a really big believer that like being able to do that has given me so much peace and Mm. therefore peace is like everything that's really what we all want isn't it yeah exactly what you've just done I love that well done pick my thoughts like flowers now I was honestly lying in bed last night I was like (laughs) it's so nice I was like oh they're gonna think this or whatever and then I was like can't control it can't yeah. control it can't control it yeah. I kept saying that to myself and I started writing it down everywhere yeah. and I had these little bad thoughts so I write the good thoughts down it's so good Yeah. it's so good honestly I really feel like I know I say this every time but I really feel like I'm on such like a such a good space with it and you have ebbs and flows I think with well you have real life don't you and then you have you know moments of like the good stuff and it's like oh this is really easy because like you know life isn't you know like throwing stuff at you and then you have stuff where in real life stuff does get thrown at us and it's in those moments which are the most beautiful moments the most fertile moments to say right what am I doing in this space am I going to grow from this space or am I just going to stay miserable and and be like a victim and unhappy Mm. like your decision yeah you know and life does throw stuff at us doesn't it yeah yeah, I was just saying before we started recording that I did have like a breakdown on Friday and I was going to ring Jack and I was like I actually don't want to fix it like there's there's nothing to be done here I just want to sit I want to be a victim today and I'll deal with it tomorrow and you know sometimes that's also really important right like it is I'm a real believer of feeling your feelings Mm. I'm not a believer of like let's Mm. positive think our way out of this problem like no because a it doesn't work and b if you don't process your feelings then where are they going and what what's happening and what you're going to do to you know suppress them later on in the day so it's important sometimes to sit in that feeling like I'm not anti that at all Mm. what I'm anti is sitting in the feeling and then staying in it for weeks and weeks and weeks like at that point no yeah at some point you've got to like yeah pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah if you want to what's a bootstrap I I would have to know that you know when you find out like how these things came about yeah I'm going to google that later pull yourself up up by your bootstrap hmm that's really interesting. I'm just thinking about, yeah, feeling your feelings. Yeah. Feeling your feelings. It is important to feel your feelings. Yeah. You know? Because I think, I think that's where, like, me and you are different. Because I am, like, I go straight to solutions. Yeah. Like, I don't, 
like I go I go straight to that and I, and it's really interesting I've seen there's a meme that's going around like do you want are you the kind of person that A wants sympathy or B wants solutions and it's so cause funny when I saw that because I was like that's never occurred to me is that, it not it's never occurred to me that people wouldn't want solutions like because that's that's my go-to I'm like fix yeah. fix fix and when I when I give my problem to someone else what I want is for them to fix it I don't want like yeah. I'm so I, I want like here's what we're going to do and we're going to sort it out this and is it's the biggest thing that me and boy Alex not fight about but that's the biggest communication that we have to have sorry yeah. what's boy Alex my Alex my husband Alex because well, it's girl Alex one? oh girl Alex <laughs> girl okay Alex sorry Alex. trying to keep up here so Got when it. I have it with boy Alex like if I come home I'm like I have to communicate that I don't want to like, don't fix this yeah. Yeah. and don't tell me that it's all going to be okay because obviously it's all going to be okay just sit there and listen yeah. and look kind while you do it because I just need that's empathy. so funny because if Dave did that I'd be like why aren't you talking why aren't you telling me like what we're going to do next oh, yeah so it's so, so funny, funny isn't it how people like need different things and that you just it doesn't occur to you yeah and, yeah, I, yeah I don't want to, I don't want people to fix I can fix my own problems I just want to sit and moan about them I see first. I can't I need help <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Tangible help. So funny. Um, we have audience questions for you. Oh, I love yeah, audience questions. We're actually question. feeling quite good in ourselves, apparently. <laughs> so yeah. We thought we'd put it to everyone else. But that's really time. good. Can we just yeah, take yeah. a minute for that? Like, seriously, how cool is that? You know, we were saying before we started the podcast of like how, you know, I've seen you both like for many, many years, you know, as like coming in, checking in, checking out, blah, blah, blah. And it's like the growth that both of you, you know, where you're at today is like a really beautiful space. And how nice it is. It is. Yeah. Nobody is. And how nice to be sitting here, both of you going, do you know what? Actually, I'm doing all right. Like, that's great. I know. I couldn't think of a Process single problem that. to bring to you. It's amazing. Not one that you could fix. It's like, amazing. I mean, like, I'm so yeah. tired. I haven't slept in like a whole life. But like, you can't fix that. But like mentally, I couldn't think of a single fantastic. problem. Fantastic. I think I that's really fantastic. You know, and I think we don't give ourselves enough space in that space to say like, you know, that's good. Yeah. It's positive. It's like, sit in that for a minute, you know, like, Are yeah, I'm doing good. I, I can I can always find a problem if I dig deep enough. <laughs> but I'm scared of saying like that I'm okay and that it's all all right because I'm scared of jinxing it. I don't know. And that scares me. So I'm be a like, real it's... believer of like the energy and I'm super spiritual and I'm really yeah. very much about like, you know, mm. how I think creates how I feel and what I put out there is what comes back to me. So yeah. if I'm sitting here saying, you know, life is good and we're blessed and all these good things, I believe more of that comes. I agree. Yeah. I don't believe oh there's the jinx out there and it's the term no like, and I don't actually believe that either like, it's just, it's weird isn't it it's like a but it's also like part of like the, the tall poppy syndrome where we're not supposed to say that everything's good we're supposed to yeah, find yeah, something yeah. to complain about yeah yeah but then if you complain about things more things happen for you to complain about well that's like British that's just how we work isn't it like yeah, let's it's not, just be it's miserable. not yeah yeah no we talked about this in <laughs> yeah, the podcast no. with, um, yeah, with Alice <laughs> living like we're just not very good at being happy for other people I find society, 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 like British people, societally, British people, women, yeah. we we compare British people. Yeah. Yes, we're not, we're not the, we're not like cheerleaders. We're not like, which is a shame. Because we're changing, yeah. but if we cheerlead on each other, that's not English, but you know what I mean. Yeah, then more good comes to us, yeah. right? It's the people like yeah. sitting there going, oh my god, she's on this, she's like that are not having great lives. Yeah, and again, like more of that comes back to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so true, right? Yeah, we're, we're we're not just hurting the other person that we're like being down on. We're hurting ourselves as well. Yeah, I'm because what you put ourselves. out comes back. So yeah. if you're doing that, what's coming back to you? Like, oh no, yeah. it's a shit boomerang. Yeah, not good. 
Yeah. A shit boomerang. A shit boomerang. Oh, I don't <laughs> think about that. <laughs> Title of the shit. episode. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, you throw out shit, it will come back to you. But it's true. <laughs> Who wants shit flying at I'm the a face? real believer of that. Like, yeah. what you put out comes back on every level. Absolutely agree. And the more connected you are to this, the more, like, the quicker it happens. Like, for me, like, this can sound really weird, but, like, I really, um, you know, I can't do anything that's bad or naughty or be rude to people or scream at people like it comes back to like let's say you know someone hooted me in the car and I screamed back at them and I was like you can fuck off I swear to god I'd get out of the car and, and I'd trip up like for oh, me the karma comes so, so quickly really? I'm really <laughs> careful of it yeah that's a quite good I, yeah. I caught myself the other day somebody pulled out in front of me and rather than swearing at them as was yeah. my first thing I gave them a thumbs down okay we're doing we're doing better we're doing better better <laughs> my, bad feedback my for you in the car and he better. literally looked at me like the fuck are you doing I'm like bad bad driving better <laughs> anyway I've digressed sorry Questions. I'm lost. Yes, <laughs> we have a lot. We have a lot of questions here. Oh, surprisingly, we have a lot. Oh, one just says, "Please help." <laughs> oh no, it's a follow-on. It's a follow-on. <laughs> oh, Please help. That would I just be a thought... problem. Like, oh, <laughs> it's like all oh, things are really bad. I love it. Um, those are most of the texts I send to Jacqueline. Those help. <laughs> Please, Please help. Please help. I'm like sure. What time? And then that's it. She's gone for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I fixed it. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh oh. This What's is actually coming? a common theme with them, actually, is... Okay, so how do I stop needing male validation Ooh. and how to just stop waiting for him to text back? I love that. Love that. This makes me happy. We cannot get validated from outside of ourselves, right? We would start there. So validation always comes from within. And as much as we live in a society, and you'll know, Alex, because this is what you, like, specialise in, that tells women, you know, you've got to be a size zero to be seen as in control and together and blah, 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 which we all know is the biggest load of bullshit. We're also subliminally, as women, given messages all the time that the best thing you can do is be married and then you'll have status in society and then you'll be okay. And the thing is, is it's 2023 and that probably worked in the 1940s and maybe 50s and 60s. But today, being married should not validate you in the same way that being a size zero shouldn't validate you right and you should look at it in the same in the same way so how do we become not validated by that first of all become aware of the subliminal messaging of what we've got and telling us that we're only you know we're only going to be something important or special when we've ticked that that box of a man and he will make you whole but you're not not whole you're whole as a person anyway like you don't need your other half to be living a real big life like you're whole as a person so how to stop getting validation from men is to start giving yourself the validation, knowing that you're valid and worthy and lovable and amazing without that. And actually, I really believe that when you do that work on your self-esteem and your self-worth and self-validation and you let go of getting it from a man, that's when you actually become even more attractive. On a practical level, though, people listening, it's like... like maybe they're new in a relationship and it's like they they're just putting a lot of weight in because I, I know I used to do it 100% and it's really easy for me now because I am married and I have a, another a, a partner that it, I can be like oh well you just don't and it's like well that's easy that's so easy to yeah. say and it's lovely in theory but like practical steps how how do you s- stop 
well, actually, I suppose, do you need to stop the glow? Like, you know, when you when someone gives you that compliment and you get that kind of like warm glow in your tummy, should you not be feeling that? Or should I you... would like to say that you want to be someone where criticism and flattery goes down the same hole. Yeah. Okay. Really? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like That's that. one of the best things Jacqueline's ever taught me. She said, I don't care. What did you say to me? You said, I don't care if they tell you that they love you or that you're a fucking bitch. You need to react the same way. And I was yeah. like, woof. Because because I want to do that to myself. I don't want someone else to. Otherwise, my emotions are up and down all day long. Oh, my God, this one likes me. Okay, this one doesn't. Okay, this one does. Okay, this one doesn't. Okay, this one fancies me. Okay, this one doesn't. Where is my emotions in that space if I'm allowing them all to affect me? Yeah. Right? So you you want to be much more balanced in that space. And all of this work comes from within. And so practically, if someone's in a new relationship and they're, like, loving on their partner, like, that's great. But also remember to love on you and you've got your own life and you don't need somebody to fill that hole. You've got to find ways to fill that hole. Like my life is big. I have a big life. I I love the work that I do. I love to read. I love to learn. I love riding, horse riding. Like there's so many things that I fill my life with that it's full and it's packed and it makes me feel good that I can fill my life with all these wonderful things. So if a man comes into that, why should it all stop and it all be on him? Mm. What, like, how does that make sense? Was the second half of that about texting back? Yes, so it was. How do you stop, how to stop waiting for him to text back? This is in capitals. I think she's stressed. Get a life. And I mean that really nicely. I mean that with love. It sounds really harsh, but get go and get a life. Take yourself out for a walk. See your girlfriends. Go and see a movie. Go to the theatre. Do something you haven't done before. Take a trip on the Thames for 10 quid. This, or all sounds, this all sounds good. I want to do all these things. <laughs> but all of these things are you living your life, not waiting yeah. around for anyone else to text you back and then it will be okay. Yeah. Right. You can't be wobbly like that. You've got to have strong foundations. And when you're building your life on a strong foundation through your mindset, right, and, and doing things that create self-esteem and doing things that give you self-worth... Once you've got those things, then people can come and go as they please. I always say my door's wide open. Mm. You want to walk in? Great. You want to leave? Great. Mm. You're not going to affect that. And I had to get there, by the way, from, you know, terrible experiences in relationships, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to be where I am today. This takes work to do. But you can do that work and you can look at yourself and do coaching and read the books and listen to the uh, you know youtube stuff that that makes you grow and understand yourself so that you become a really strong woman mm. and that's important yeah. i'm stuck on the criticism and flattery <laughs> going down the same whole thing right so can i ask like you for example yeah if we were to sit here and say we really, really like you, Jacqueline. We really, really like you. Does that not feel good? No, I'm like, you? good for you. Wow. Which sounds rude. I don't mean it in a rude way. It's just like, well, that's great. And that's what you think. Yeah. And that's cool. But you could also sit here and go, we absolutely fucking hate you. We don't agree with anything you're saying. It's all a load of crap. And we think you are, you know, the worst coach in the world. And I would say good for you. Well, that's because that. you're allowed to think all of that. I don't yeah. have to agree with you. That's why, because my foundation is strong, I know what I bring to the table. But, but are, there, are there no feelings of, like, pleasantness? Or, like Em no. said, that glow that feels automatic for me. Like, I don't think I could... It feels like a reflex <laughs> if someone says something nice to me. Like, I don't think I could stop that feeling of, like, oh, God, someone likes <laughs> me. Okay, so, like, someone, so, so someone it's says like, something nice about me. It, it's can't. not that you're a robot and you don't want to have a feeling when people say nice things, yeah. right? But it's also that I can't hand you all my power... 
in that regard. Like, I can't hand that power to you because if I hand that power to you, what happens when you start hating me? Because you could. Then what happens? Yeah, on a practical level, the way that Jacqueline taught this was to me was like, if I had to send something scary, like if you have to send an email or make a phone call that you're scared of, it's like you need to... I, I had to learn that that I would put myself off doing it because I'd be like, what if they say this? What if they say this bad thing? What if they get angry with me? And whatever. And then sometimes, and then if it went well, I remember calling you back because we had this conversation and I called Jacqueline back and I went, it went really well. And she went, I don't care. <laughs> like, she was, I was like, yeah, they were really nice. She's like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter that they were yeah. nice. You have to go into it the same way, whether they're going to be nice yeah. or they're not going to be nice. And like, that was, that's been really good for me now because it's like, whenever I have to do anything scary or like send an email or whatever, <laughs> why am I so scared of emails? <laughs> like, send something scary or like ask for my, my worth or whatever. I need to just be like, okay. It doesn't yeah. matter if they like me on the back of this or they don't like me on the back of this. I need to ask for what I want. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Yeah, that's so, yeah. I have to remind, it doesn't come automatically to me though. I still have to like sit there at my computer and be like, it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what they think. Yeah. And say it like 15 times. Then I send the email. I mean, that <laughs> is such a nice way to live. Like how you're it's describing peaceful. your mind to me. It's, it's so really peaceful. peaceful. I had one troll recently. It's like the first time ever I got one. I'm one? Like, my first one was like, <laughs> Like, oh, this is the first time I've had a troll. Yeah. Like, let's see. And I mean, I can't even remember, but I do remember that the first line was something where she was like, I'm shocked that. And I thought, I'm sad that you don't understand that I don't care what you think. You obviously haven't been <laughs> yeah. following me, right? Because <laughs> I don't care that you're shocked yeah. about it. So like, good for you. Yeah. And yeah, that's a very peaceful place to live, right? Criticism, like, I don't know if it was criticism or, like, outright hate, but... But I don't believe in criticism. Criticism. Okay. I don't believe in it. But, okay, so <laughs> what is, like... Okay, so if someone is critiquing you, do you But what's critiquing? It's not It's not even... Speaking. That's what Jacqueline but do you, you. But do you Men take... Okay, do you take you. what I would perceive to be criticism? Do you take that and... I, I, go, I go, that's really interesting. That is it? their opinion. And I'll read that. And I'll okay. say, is there any of that I agree with? Is there any of right. that where I look at and go, yeah. oh yeah, maybe I could actually stop swearing so much. Or maybe, would that work for me? Yeah. Or would that work? Not really. Right, but it's right, not right. done in a way of like, oh, and they're validating it for me. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not. That is their opinion. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't uh, believe in criticism. It's yeah. not a criticism. I don't believe in it. Like, I believe in the fact that you have a different opinion and you have a different opinion and I have a different opinion. And I might say, listen, I really think that pink goes much better with orange, you know, and you'll go, oh my gosh, it's criticising that I'm wearing pink and orange. It's not, it's just my opinion. Okay, so, <laughs> sorry. You always is... said that to me about like, again, if I'd go to Jacqueline and say, they're criticising me or they've said something mean, to be like, no, like what's actually happening here? Like, like mm. what's actually happening is words are coming out of their mouth mm. and you're putting all your shit onto it. You're inferring it as criticism. You're taking it as negative. Yeah. When actually they're just saying words and it's fully up to me how I want to interpret their words, yeah. which I love. What do you think of people who feel compelled to share their opinion when it's not necessarily going to have a positive impact on you? I guess that's sometimes what I struggle with when people say to me, okay, <laughs> I don't know how else to call it, if not a criticism, but I feel like they they are critiquing my work and saying, I don't think you do this right. I'm allowed to share my opinion. And I'm stumped on that part because I'm like, I guess I can't argue that, but like you've, I don't really know what my question is, but. How do, they, how do you stop being hurt by them? 
or like, do you think that's like what? What do you think? Do you think that's right that they can they yeah. they can share that opinion to be with honest, you like that? Could Surprisingly, I... sorry. One of the best things my dad ever taught me, which is, <laughs> I know, um, <laughs> one of the best things my dad ever taught me was that um, he said with this job because obviously you need know, a similar job. He said you've had your opinion and everybody else has allowed theirs, and it's like yeah, and they you know when people come to me in the DMs and they say like. Oh, I, I'm allowed my opinion. I'm like, yeah, you are. Yeah. And I'm allowed mine. And what is quite mm. interesting in our job, I think, is people come and they say, you shouldn't have done this and this and this and that, and I'm allowed my opinion. And I'm like, well, so am I. And what and you're saying, mm. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. But my opinion is that I should. So all that's happening here is that we disagree. Yeah. So I don't even open them, don't reply. And I just say, well, what yeah. a sad, bless you, like yeah. wasted your time. Do you think opinions and criticism are the same thing? I don't believe in crit. I don't believe in the word. So on that level, on that logic, yes. It's an opinion. It's just an opinion. It's someone's opinion. And they're allowed it. Like, okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And you know, that's one thing that I think I've really learned from you through all of our chats is that the what that criticism I don't know how else to say it sorry okay that opinion, opinion that might yeah. that, that I don't perceive as positive that that doesn't have to be true yeah and it's and that and, never occurred to me and it's that thing of perceiving it as positive or not because it's like actually it's yeah. somebody's opinion which is their opinion and so it doesn't have to be positive or negative because ultimately you can't criticize me unless I think that you're criticizing me I know Em's probably going to raise her eyebrows like, here she goes with her thinking again but unless I think oh my god she's criticizing me you know it's not really happening like oh that's her opinion feels a lot better yeah and it's more of a truth you know yeah i mean we do overthink a lot and we just don't need to i think we could think 70 percent less and not much. 90 yeah. i'm going 90 and we'd still be very cognitive and functioning like yeah. we'd be fine <laughs> we could just like cut a lot of the shit that's this has been a new one that i've actually worked out on my own recently where i think all the time like what if the bad thing happens and then i'm just like what if it doesn't? And it's like, it's so freeing that it's like... Do you know, I was up in the middle of the night the other night and I was overthinking, overthinking, right? And I was thinking... <laughs> oh my God, I can't. I'm, at this point, even I'm like, wait, what? I was like, I was I was annoyed that I think so much, I overthink so much. And then I was like, I wonder if it makes me cleverer because my brain's always thinking. And I was like, it actually doesn't make me cleverer. It makes me less clever because it takes up so much capacity, 100%. like brain capacity. Yeah. So that wasn't even... I was like trying to glean some positive... Anyway, off. That's why coaching is really important, you know, and I'm... Mm. It's, it's like sa- filing. Huh? It's like filing. 
Yeah, and it's learning what to do with your thinking, you know, and and I think the difference between coaching and not coaching is when you're not in coaching, you know, you don't know how to have those thoughts just turn down or not even come in. Whereas when you go through coaching, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, that can go there. Oh, I haven't thought about that today. Oh, did it? And everything's just like drops and it's calmer. Yeah, yeah. I guess just having the power to know that you can dismiss the thoughts. And, And actually, the more you do the work on your thinking the less that happens like you just don't go there and there's so much space there is a lot of space that's what i find on my walks now i just have a lot of space i'll be walking along stages i'm like oh my god i haven't thought about anything for ages like how fun's that can't relate (laughs) (laughs) Um, cannot relate what else are they questions sorry yeah I knew, I knew we'd end up digressing. Good. Yeah, but we like a digress, Yeah, I think it's important. We? And I also can't stop thinking about you, think, you saying there about the door being open. I, like, not literally the door being open. What? You've what? looked at the door. <laughs> you said before about in your life that you keep the door open so people can I was like, wait, what's going on with the door? door? I'm like, hang on, I thought the door is shut. No, the door's <laughs> shut. The, metaphorically, the door the is open. door open. Yeah, and I love that. Talking of the door being open, yeah. a lot of people are asking about how to deal with friendship breakups. Oh, yeah how to, I guess, tackle them in the first place if you're the one doing the breaking up and how to handle it if you're on the receiving end of the of the breakup. So how Sorry, to tackle it in the first place is important because it's about growth, right? And it's about saying, okay, in because we all, I don't know why we seem to think that we aren't going to grow and change and we're all growing and changing all the time, mm. right? Like when we first did our podcast today... Mm. We've all grown and changed, haven't we? And we've had different opinions about things and we thought one thing and then we changed our mind on that thing. And and so it's so normal to to grow through, you know, to a space where you change your friendships. Like it's okay to do that. And I think as long as we do it kindly and with love, it's, you know, ideally that's the way to do it. It's like just gently and kindly you move on and through those friendships. So if you want to do that, you know, remind yourself it's okay because you're just growing and you're shedding layers of skin. And, and when you shed layers of skin, you shed people. And when you open up that space and you say this friendship thing doesn't work for me anymore and I need to release it usually you open up the space for someone to come into your life that's on that next stage with you and that's how we grow right so never be never feel bad about that you're doing yourself a service and just do it kindly and gently and when you're on the receiving end of it you know I would always say like it's probably worth a conversation to understand what happens and also to release it with grace you know yeah that's really important release it with grace because that wasn't meant for you either how do you not right. take it personally like yeah. if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking like what have i done that this person doesn't want to be friends with me anymore like how do you deal with those thoughts that people are different i mean i've definitely grown through friendships through my life and um and went through a friendship breakup a couple of years ago with someone and it was confusing and surprising and she started dating a guy that <clears throat> you know i wasn't that keen on and they had had some you know issues and things that were not healthy Mm. and she said to me you know what do you think about these issues and me being me I said to her look I'm going to tell you honestly you know my opinion and my thoughts and you do what you want with it and after that conversation you know the friendship broke broke down and that's okay because if she feels like that or she's you know her thoughts and her opinions and her feelings around all Mm. of that and her not wanting me to be a friend anymore 
that's okay. That's mm. still not really about me. She's in a different space. I'm in a different space. She didn't want or didn't feel that she wanted to remain in that friendship. And I don't know, there could be a million reasons. Maybe the guy told her not to stay in the friendship. Maybe she thought, well, it's much harder having Jack in my life than not with this guy around. Like, it could be a million things. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Mm, And I think that it's really easy to make it be about us. Like, oh my God, what have I done? And they must hate me and I'm terrible. And maybe it's not. Maybe you've just outgrown each other and things have changed. And I'm a real believer of learning, you know, again, through deep, deeply traumatic events to to learn to let go with grace, that when something isn't right for me or something shouldn't be in my life, to release it and say, okay, there's the door. Mm. You know, it's important. Do you think you've got grace? Oh, so much grace. <laughs> Full of it. <laughs> That's and the way you're describing that sounds so peaceful because I guess you have two options. You hand you release it with grace or you fight it and you make yourself miserable in the process. I know I'd still choose the latter, but I love the sound of the former. Like that's yeah, so peaceful. I have to validate myself and and say that I'm good enough and I'm okay and none of us yeah. are perfect and I've done the best I could and mm. I wasn't going to lie to somebody you know because it's not who I am so maybe she wanted me to lie mm. but then that wouldn't have been who I am so why would I change my authenticity to make this person feel better about their choices like it's yeah. not so you know and I've always been honest so you know it could be a million different things couldn't it have you come back together at all or is or was no. it a very clean no. break gone right yeah yeah but I also believe very much that you know and again there's no hate mm. no one's done anything wrong mm. like we haven't you know and I'm very sure if you sat her down here would you, and you said so do you hate Jacqueline she'd go no we just you know we just grew apart mm. yeah and that's okay yeah right yeah. Do you think for someone doing the breaking up, do you think, what's the best way do you think of doing it? Do you, are you completely honest with them? Tell them the reasons why and say, I want to, I want to take, I want to step away from this friendship now. I'm guessing you're going to say that is I'm the best way to do it. I'm going to say it's all relative. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to say each case is different case by case. And, you know, it's always nice to talk to people if you can. It's always nice to talk to people if you can, you Rather know. Than just ghost. I've got a friend, one of my best friends, who I adore to pieces, and she recently had an issue with her supposed best friend that had they'd been friends for years. And my friend is very empathetic, and she was always listening to this friend of hers. And then when my friend, you know, the shit hit the fan for her, and we all needed to like rally round as we do with our friends. She spoke to this friend of hers and she said, like, you know, I really need to talk to you about some stuff I'm going through. And this girl said to her, basically said to her, well, I don't have the emotional capacity for you right now. And my friend was like on the floor broken. She was really, really upset. But I was saying how, in a way, that's a good thing because you're learning who your people are. And again, you don't have to hate this person. You just go, oh, right, okay, I've been here for you the whole time. And for the one time I need you, you can't be there for me. So maybe we're meant to shuffle on and move through our lives without each other. What do you do if you have this with a friend and you think it's not the end? 
but a friend is disappointing you like how do you cope with that whether it be actually a friend could be a partner could be anyone what do you do when it's like this doesn't feel terminal but it doesn't feel nice like i think you talk about it i'm a real believer of open communication right and i know that we're in 2023 and a lot of ghosting happens and people don't want to talk about things and they'd rather just not Mm. for me i think that's like not a healthy way to to have relationships because we're meant to be relating with each other Mm. so i think it's an important thing to do my best best friends we've had you know crazy like conversations and disagreements about things and my girlfriends are like tough strong women right you think i'm tough you should meet them yeah (laughs) but we can hash it out together and we can end a conversation saying you know what i don't agree with you you don't agree with me and let's just fucking move on yeah and that's really powerful because that then promotes an even stronger friendship so i think if you can do that with each other that's really great and you Mm. build a stronger 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 relationship and some people you're going to do that with and they're not going to have it and they want you to have it that way or no way and then that's it i don't want to be your friend and okay then you open the space for new friends on a better level do you think you can stay friends with someone even if they they do that and you think well i don't really want to either fall out or i don't know like do you think that basically there's space for keeping people in your life that you aren't that maybe your perception of them's changed or like i don't know because it sounds like okay and you're out like does it have to be no like, and you're no out, no it's not like that at all. it's not yeah it's not and you're out definitely not yeah, they can just chill a hundred percent you can just manage your own 100%, reaction to them a hundred percent yeah 100 it doesn't i'm not into the black and white thing no you know like right you're my friend or you're not my friend i'm either yeah. gonna talk to you or i'm not gonna talk to you like yeah. every case and i always say that like every case is different mm. and every relationship is different so one one person it might be like do you know what that is so bad i'm shutting that right down yeah and others it might be you know what i need to talk to her and tell her i'm not happy about this and see what we can get to and if if it's got a bit too heated maybe we'll just give each other a little bit of a wide berth for a month or two and i'll drop back in in a month yeah like angry dogs yeah like everything gray area gray area yeah ladies gray area love there's a lot of questions about careers Mm mm-hmm one girl said, any way to stay happy and fulfilled, even if you are stagnant career-wise, I'm just coasting. Another girl said, 29 and feel lost career-wise, don't know my passion, scared I'll get stuck in a nine-to-five that I don't enjoy. And I feel just through but just through talking to my friends that so many of us feel like this. Like we have no idea what our passion is supposed to be, what a career is, is supposed to be. And I, I, what am I trying to say? Like, do we just live with something that pays bills and gets us you know gets us going through life or do we try and look for something that we're going to be super passionate about even if maybe it doesn't exist so like I really think you know Wayne Dyer said and I think it's a great saying and he always says don't die with your music still inside you oh god that hit me wow that's so beautiful I was going to explain it but I don't think I do right need to no that's stunning and I think that was I think that's really powerful because again like I don't know for me I'm super spiritual and I'm a real believer of like this it's all much bigger and everything's connected and there's no such thing as a coincidence and what you you know put out comes back and that the world is a magical miracle actually um and so I do believe that we all have a passion And it may seem really silly. It may be like, oh, I really like, I don't know, sewing, actually. And I really like, you know, sewing and doing some fashion-y stuff at home in my spare time. And that really Mm. is probably your passion. But you're probably thinking, oh, but I can't make that work, right? Mm. So it's like, 
where does that where in your life are there things that you're doing that you actually really enjoy but it's your brain that's going oh I can't make that work right because you have got a passion we all have and I also think you know real life does happen too you've got to pay your bills right like let's be real but I would hate for anyone to feel stuck and stagnant because life is too short for stuck and stagnant way too short for that you know you you don't want to be sort of looking back and going god I wish I had you know life is big and you've got to grab it with both hands and none of us know how long we've got and don't be stuck and stagnant anywhere which doesn't mean leave your job tomorrow and don't be able to pay your bills but it means if you're sitting in a job where you feel that you're coasting start bloody doing some work to find other things that make you think yeah I really want to do that actually I really want to try that and and live and grab and do and 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 live a bigger life nobody has to stay stuck i guess on that it doesn't even have to it's what you were saying earlier about like choosing to bi- live a big life yeah like even if your work because i i think that this isn't said enough some people don't like working and they don't want to go and have some huge career and that's okay like totally. i don't feel like yeah. we say that enough like, it's all like but we talked about it a few weeks ago like this like boss bitch thing girl but like the girl boss era it's like it's great but some people just they're just, it's not their that. thing. I mean, you know, I have a school online called The Life Class and it has two classes. One is to become a life coach and one is to do your own work, right? And it's like 350 quid or something. And it's a self-development course and it's a really nice course and it takes over and people really enjoy it. And I remember like about six years ago, I went to see this like consultancy firm. A friend of mine knew someone there and they were really good. And they were like, right, you know, if you want to scale your business, this is what you need to do. And they gave me like these graphs and, you know, this PowerPoint presentation of how to like take my business to like 10 million. And I looked at what I would have needed to do for that. And I thought I wouldn't have a life Mm. and I would have teams of people that I'd have to talk to every day to like organize things and do things. And and why would, why do I need to do this? What what am I trying to prove and who am I trying to prove it to? And yeah, yeah, but also like, and for what really? Like, Mm. do I want to be like the head of a tech company on this thing? And, And, you know, and I do believe it could have definitely gone there. Like, I'm sure. But to me at that point, and still today, I believe I made the right decision because mm. I have a life yeah. and it's peaceful and it's mm. enjoyable and I'm not tied into anything. And I think, you know, it's exactly what you were saying. It's like there was a part of me in that moment thinking, well, I should do that. I should make this, you know, business massive and I should, 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 should. But why should I? Mm. And it's okay to just coast along and do what you like to do. Yeah, make your life big in other ways. Yeah. Like go and do the sewing in the evenings or go climbing right. or swimming or right. hiking yeah. or like whatever that is. Like I, I, I found that and actually I love working. Like I, It's something that I really enjoy, but that's been a really good thing for me to learn about myself. It's like, oh, I actually like sure. doing this. Um, but then, you know, like speaking to other people and speaking to some of my friends, it's like, I think instinctively we go with, we, we, we are really judgmental. I think as women, we just are. And I just, some some I, people some, are. I think we are, I think a lot of us were taught to be and a lot of us having to unlearn it. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like it's something that we're getting to an age now where, well, I'm getting to an age where we, where people are having babies and my friends are choosing different things in their careers for them to take a step back and whatever. And it's like, it's really opening my eyes to see that like everybody's going to choose different things in this totally. life and that that's okay and and, and you got to be comfortable with your decision yeah, and not do it because you think you should yeah you know yeah and also like even i don't know even for myself something you always said as well it's like if we all put our shit on the table 
if everyone put their shit on the table, you'd still pick up your own at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, I didn't use the word shit, but yeah. I, I think I might be paraphrasing that. <laughs> I think about it all the time. I'm like... If you all put your own problems like, on... If we all put mm, our problems on the yeah. table, right? All of us in this building, you would take your own problems back again and you'd go, yeah. whoa, okay, it's not that bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But because we're not talking about our problems at dinner parties and, yeah. you know, bars and restaurants with our mates, we're like... Yeah. You know, you don't realise what other people are going through yeah. as well. Yeah, it's like watching my friend at the moment. Like, we had a baby two days apart and she's not she's on maternity leave and I obviously went back to work a bit sooner and I just I sort of had to and, and I, but it was a decision as well. Like, I, you know, I made the decision and she's made a different decision and it's like, it's been really cool for me to do this at exactly the same time as somebody else who's just doing it really differently and we're yeah. both like... I mean, I, I think I look at her and I'm like, I don't know how you do it. And I think she would probably feel the same. Right. But it's like, it's just learning to just be like, okay, horses yeah. for courses. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. doing it differently. And yeah. we're still like yeah. completely like so similar, so aligned, still really great friends. We're just doing it differently. And you've just got to do what works for you. That's the point. Not what society tells you you should do. Not to like tick a box. I have a question then. This isn't for me. I love for the people hammer list- Sorry, yes. hammer up. Okay. For people listening, Miss, um, people listening, if they feel like there's something they really want to do. Yeah. Like whether it's like they want to take a year off maternity leave, they want to take a year to go travelling, they want to quit their job. Yeah. And you've got people in your life that you feel like are going to judge you for that. How do you handle them? I always think that, like, I'm always like, don't... You know, one of my favourite sayings when, you know, people, like, talk fear into my plans is, like, you keep your fear. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, here, honey, have that back. Yeah. Because that's nothing to do with me. Right? I remember when I started my business and someone close to me um, said to me, who's going to walk through your door? What are you doing? Mm. And I was like, wait, that's got nothing. Like, what? It's nothing to do with me. Like, that's yeah. your stuff, okay? But that was their, their fear projected onto me because mm. I never believed that. I believed, yeah. you know, coaching was going to be a big thing and that, it was going to be okay. Mm. Um, so there will always be people around you that judge you, tell you that what you're doing is wrong and that you're never going to do it and have you thought about it. But that's not, it's their fear yeah. projected. Mm. And we're like, Mm-mm, not today, thanks. And you can just say that. Yeah. Thanks. Well, you can say thank you for caring for me and I appreciate your opinion and I hear your view and I don't agree, but I love you for sharing that with me. And what about if it sways you? Like, again, I'm going to use, and I'm not using this genuinely, I know we always say this, but I'm genuinely not using my um, my example here. I'm just, something that I hear quite a lot of people's mums, or, or dads, but I guess parents. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, if, if someone's listening and they're like, again, I need to stress, I'm not about to do something like radical that my mum's disagreed with, but if somebody is listening and it's like I, I want to go traveling for a year yeah but my parents are like don't do it yeah how do you stay sure of yourself when you're when you put your like if or somebody whose opinion has weight to you really yeah. disagrees it's a really good question um I'm a real believer of listening to my gut and I've honed that as I've got older and I really believe that my gut knows best and my gut knows better than anyone else for me. Mm. And if you, if it's in your gut that like, but I really do want to travel, you must follow that. Mm. You must, must follow it. And, you know, again, that would be like people's parents probably trying to keep their kids safe, trying to have some form of control. You know, we're frightened of you going off for a year and so you shouldn't do it. But that's about them. Yeah. And so, again, all of these decisions, the more you listen to your gut and, 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 uh, take care of yourself and your soul in that way life just gets bigger yeah, yeah. my friend told me she'd moved to Kenya the other day I saw her at a wedding and she's like she's like I got a job off for two weeks ago and I'm going next week and instinctively 
I nearly did that. I nearly put all my fears. I was like, oh, have you had your jabs? And yeah. what are you going to yeah. do about this? And like, have you seen the price of stuff? I was like, why would you? And I, I literally yeah. like held... But you I do like, it because you care. That's the thing, right? It's not like people aren't caring for yeah. you. It's just that's not your... It's not my business. I literally right. was like, I, I shut myself up as the thought was like getting to my esophagus. I was like, shut up. It's yeah. not your fucking, this isn't, this isn't you. This is her. Yay. And then you just have to like go again. You're yeah. like, yeah, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And obviously it is amazing. But yeah. it's, it was my, instinctively, it was my fears that came. Yeah. All the things that I would panic about if I had to move to Kenya next yeah. week, which I don't. So it's not my problem. <laughs> I get it. I mean, I would say that like, for me, most of my life, people have told me I can't and I shouldn't and mm. I mustn't and it's not a good idea. Mm. Like that's all I've ever heard. I have very rarely heard someone go, oh my God, great idea. Go for it, Jack. Like very rarely. Yeah. But I, I'm all right with that. In fact, most of my no's have been what have propelled me to get to where I've got to. Like for sure. Do you think that, I don't know, I think I'd take a no and be like, okay, good, good chat. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, literally. But I guess that's like, that's, I'm guessing, I'm putting words in your mouth, but I'm guessing that that's something that came with time, with you doing a lot of work on yourself to build your own sense of self. So that, because I guess for people who, the noise of what they should do from society, from their parents, from their friends, whatever, is so loud that they can't hear themselves and what they want to do. And I guess that that has to be built and be nurtured and, and cultivated. I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, there's two things for me. Like, I got very badly bullied at school, like really badly bullied. And I had a very interesting childhood. And yeah. um, when I got bullied at school, and I got bullied in such a, you know, it was, it was tough, put it like that. And I remember being young and having those experiences and thinking to myself, if this is what the crowd does, I don't want anything to do with that. And in a way, that was a really good thing because yeah. it made me learn to never be part of that stuff because yeah. that stuff wasn't kind or nice. So that was that. And then also I had an experience where, as you know, you both know, and it's not uncommon knowledge, it's in the book about, you know, my addictions. And getting clean um, when I was 25 was such a gift because many times, you know, I shouldn't really still be here, right? Put it like that. And so when you experience life on levels like that, you have a very different perspective of like outside noise and you start to understand how precious life is and you start to understand that, you know, life is for living. Life is, I believe life every day is such a gift, you know, and it makes me feel emotional because I'm coming up to 20 years clean wow. in August. And, you Congratulations. know, thank you. And it's such a gift. And it's like, do I want to wake up in the morning and and live small? I got another fucking chance. In fact, I got four chances I should never have had. Maybe four hundred, you know, like lots and lots of chances of 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 being awake and alive. And it's like I'm not going to spend my day worrying about what Joanna on the fucking internet saying. Like, yeah. fuck off, bye bye. Mm-hmm. Off I go to the studio and do a you know pocket. Like, yeah. life is such a gift. We don't we don't understand understand it i think to that level until we've been through those sorts of things which you know i would hope nobody listening would have to go to those depths but i what i would hope is that people that are listening can learn from my experience and go okay yeah life is big and actually i should be living how i want to live and trying everything i can and turning out that white noise and living from my heart and my soul Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and returning back to what your soul is, you know, talking to you yeah. about. If you did this reflection, introspection, and you like, you realise that there are bits of yourself that you actually don't like. Sure. I feel like that's, I mean, it's a good thing, but it's quite a daunting thing to have to, you know, we were talking earlier about like being judgmental or whatever. Like if, if you, if you pick up and you start doing this work and you think, oh my God, I, I actually don't like this about myself. I am jealous or I am judgmental or I am i cannot be kind or whatever yeah which is how, great it, i mean yeah but like two two part question first of all how do you really work to undo that yeah. and the second thing is how do you move on from it because mm-hmm. i think we do it to ourselves but we also do it to the people where we really hold on to this idea that we've had and i think we try and catch each other out a lot or like you know you used to i knew you when you did this and and you're a hypocrite because well you know we we catch each other out on it and i think we catch ourselves out on it a lot as well mm. so like if you've done bad things and i put bad in quotation marks if you find this part of yourself that you don't like or you've got a history or you find in your you look back at your life and you think i've done bad things yeah how do you move on from those and so the first thing is to be aware of that and everyone's got things about themselves that they don't like right we're human yeah mm. and none of us are perfect and none of us come in being perfect people like we have to learn how to be the people that we want to be so i think it's important to know that everyone has that right like i when i went through recovery and did the 12 steps i did it like four or five times there was a big part of that of like understanding you know that your good qualities and your bad qualities and looking at those bad qualities to become a better person mm. so first of all acknowledge that we've all got that and second of all it's like well what do you want to do about it right you can't like you can't sit down and go yeah well i'm just a jealous person like do the fucking work that's my answer mm. and what i mean by that is get into coaching mm. and un- unlearn that shit and do it fast because it's not it's not cool and once you learn about why you're that way through your thinking you're like oh okay well i think this and i think that and we unravel through that process that's how you then move on and let let that stuff go Mm. right and that's why i say do the fucking work and i mean do the fucking work right like you are worth it and you can live a half great life or you can live a fucking great life Mm -hmm. being you know the best you can be um and so there's ways of, of changing that behaviour. You don't have to sit with it. No. And then if you do change... Yeah. And you, you have moved on, but you've still got this, I guess, shame or like... A, yeah, I could say it probably it's is It's called self-forgiveness. And it's another thing they teach you in recovery yeah. about learning. You know, you do this list of, of, of um, people that you need to go and say sorry to, right? Mm. And you have to, you know, go there knowing that they can also not say sorry uh say okay sorry they cannot forgive you 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 must go and you know say sorry for your part in this thing and um it's like put down all these people that you have wronged Mm -hmm. you know and i remember looking at this list and someone saying to me well where are you on that list and i was like what do you mean where am i and it's like well this is about like forgiveness are you gonna forgive you and it was such a powerful thing. I was like, oh my God. And it brought me to tears that I also needed to forgive myself for not being a perfect person and getting things wrong and messing up and, mm. you know, doing all of these things. And I think forgiving ourselves is really, really, really important when it comes to this kind of conversation mm. and being gentle. And that doesn't mean forgive yourself and carry on with the behaviour. It means forgive yourself and do your work. And if you do that and then the people in your life, I actually, this doesn't sound hypothetical, but it really is. <laughs> um, but then, you know, what if, I guess going back to the sense of self thing, 
it, what about if the people around you don't want to let you move on from it? That or they they still see. So you I in experienced the same way. that. Whereas, like, I had like twenty people to go and say sorry to, and nineteen of them said, "We forgive you. Stay clean," yeah, <laughs> which yeah. was great. I had one person who did not want to forgive me, who happened to be, you know, within my family, mm. and um, sometimes people are stuck in that space and they don't want to forgive you because they want to hold a resentment mm. and the problem with holding a resentment is that you know you're the one in the pain that's mm. the problem and there are no again another Wayne Dyer saying of like there are no justified resentments and it's so clever because if you're standing there justifying but you did this and you did that and I'm angry at you and then you're the one that is going down mm. you let know? go of grace let go with grace and you know none of us we all fuck up we Mm. all make mistakes and it would be really nice if people could be more human with each other in that way you know and again it's like no know where you've gone wrong but then do something about it don't know that you've gone wrong you know ask for forgiveness and then carry on with the behavior yeah that's different so yeah we've got deep here haven't Wonderful. we today this oh my God. Like... but I think that's really good I think it's really important yeah. like, I think there's so much like we talk a lot about like self-acceptance and and self-love and all of that stuff and it's like actually a lot of people don't let themselves get there because they do feel I don't know they feel like they've it's got hard. like badness in them that they or yeah. I don't know yeah. like, it's I hard. actually we, I talk sometimes sometimes to my followers about that stuff and it's like I actually think it's really important that you can accept what you didn't know you said it to me about you can only do what you do only do I, I always say that you know if you know better you do better yeah. and I believe that for all of us right when people fuck up and make mistakes and people do all the time I do you do we all do right because we're learning and we have to make that mistake to learn mm. but I always say like if I knew better I would do better and if they knew better they would do better yeah. right we're and that's what we can yeah that's a really nice way to think because people do mess up mm. So, you know, kindness is what we need more of, not yeah. slapping around with judgment and, you know, shame. this shame and aggression. Yeah. Shame's like the worst one in aggression and my way is better than your way. Like, that's never going to get you wet anywhere, like, mm. at all. You know, it's go. It's turning it down and being more gentle and being more loving. And when you're not loving yourself, be loving towards yourself that you're not loving towards yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. I love this so much. Thank you so much. Can you come back and like lesson a year next year? I'm always happy to come back. I love being with you guys. We need a number five. I love the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank Thank you you so much, Jack. Thanks to everyone who's listening and thank you for having me again. Such a pleasure to be here. We've put all. We'll put all your Instagram stuff. I mean, they'll they'll know, but your Insta stuff and whatever will be in the show notes. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Should I delete that? Is part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.